Hey, let's go with it. Let's go do it. Let's go do it. Five, five. Let's do it. Let's do it. The edge breaks a tackle. 35, 30. Damian Williams stays in bounds. 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. Kansas City. Damian Williams runs the They are invincible, undeniable, and two-time Super Bowl champions. Welcome to the Indiana Chiefs Fans Podcast, where we talk about our favorite team, the Kansas City Chiefs. I am Golden Jay, and with me, a a three-time podcast favorite, Chico Noise, and the newcomer, to the golden entertainment, the golden mojo entertainment family, Phil Jordan, who we call Chief. the chief. chief. <laughs> Welcome, gentlemen, to episode two of Indiana Chiefs fans. How'd you guys feel about episode one? Thought it turned out pretty good. I watched it, like I said, twice, and uh, I thought it was good as well. And like I mentioned uh, earlier, a couple of my friends watched it and uh, another one or two Chiefs fans, and they thought it was pretty good. They said it looked like we had a lot of fun. We did have a lot of fun. It was a good time. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed listening back to it, and I, I edited it, and I still listen back to it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, well, I, I, did the, I did the same thing you guys did. I listened to it on, uh, on the actual stream site, and, um, of course, then I watched the video. Mm-hmm. I didn't, like, focus in on the video. It was just kind of playing. I'd look over, and it's like, oh, there we are. You know, (laughs) you know, you think being a four time podcast host that you would be used to watching yourself on video if you would just post video. Well, as many of you uh, newcomers to, um, you know, the Golden Image family, the Golden Mojo family uh, who don't watch me on other podcasts and, you know, that might be friends of the chief or or just uh, the random person that comes along that's a Chiefs fan that finds us. You'll find out that I have a very big ego and I love to be on camera and to hear myself talk. So <laughs> it's true. Very I'm very, true. very good at it. of just listening to myself talk as I shut my microphone off like a fucking idiot. But, you know, um, like, OK, so I am a four time podcast host and I just shut my own damn microphone off. Go figure that one. Can't uh, win them all. I can't noob. win them all. Noob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well i think we had a great first episode i hope that our that our viewers enjoyed it and uh i'm looking forward to you know getting into some more stuff i always looking forward to talking about the about the chiefs and this week we're going to discuss the history of the kansas city chiefs as we understand it as we understand (laughs) it That, that isn't actually a very important point that I wanted to bring up. Um, you know, we do do research on this stuff. We do have, we do go to web pages and, and look at stats and, and stuff like that. We are not perfect. No. We will make mistakes. We will stutter on our words and it's just the way it is. This yeah. is an opinionated um, podcast, um, but it's all about the love of the chiefs. Well, let's put it this way. Even we throw an interception every now and again. (laughs) So, you know, don't count as against us. You know, we're going to rebound and come back. So, 
hey, we got 13 seconds, three timeouts, and Patrick fucking Mahomes. We don't need anything else. Oh, how about a half half pack of smokes and a, what is it, six pack? We got a full tank of gas, a half pack of smokes, and a six pack of beer. We're getting the band back together. That's right. Like Lynn Dawson on the sidelines having a smoky treat. <laughs> you know, that always that always was a little bizarre to me. I, I uh that they did that back then, but obviously you don't do it now, but I just no. thought it was it was kind of it was kind of cool to see that that was the time. Yeah, I, I uh that flashed last night in my cranium when I was thinking about tattoos. I was like, should I do one with him smoking a cigarette less in a football to Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> now there would be something to put down. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. That's a big thing that's changed in that time period, though, is just smoking in general. You don't see it really anywhere anymore, let alone football. Like it's just well nowhere. I, well, I, yeah. I me being a smoker, you know, I gotta walk all the way around the stadium to have a cigarette. So yep. Unfortunately, uh, you know, what, 10, 15 years ago, you could still smoke in the bowl. Um, yep. But I understand the reasoning. So whatever. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd always flash back to uh, my favorite movie, The Replacements, when uh, <laughs> when the kicker was out there smoking yeah. on the field. Ole, 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 ole. I love they, that movie. Wasn't he also drinking? On the field, or oh, I he just... probably I think was. he was drinking all the time. I think yeah. he drank the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that is a classic movie to me. So, oh yeah, I love that movie. Mm. Yeah, me too. <laughs> that your number one? That was my number one. That was his number one on yeah, the call guys for favorite sports movies. Top five sports movies. Yep. Yes. Oh, my beer is incoming. Uh oh. Flying the beer. Flying the beer. Oh crap. Yeah. She left. She left it all the way by the door. (laughs) (laughs) You know that has got to be the greatest thing ever. You know now it's like you just sit there, like, do I get up to go get it, or do I just stare at it for the next ten minutes? Well, I got a half beer less, so worry about it then. Mid mid conversation, I've 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 been there. I've done that. Mid conversation, (laughs) Colton's talking. I get up and walk away and come back. (laughs) He's still talking. You just you just edit it later. <laughs> nope, I just usually leave it in. Just leave just it funny. in there. Oh, okay. Yeah. So but let's it, get in. Let's get into this uh, history of the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, you know, I think the most important thing to throw out there to start off with is there. You're you're in flash mode there. I don't know that our viewers can see that, but you know, it's disco. It's disco <laughs> chief right now. How did that happen again? <laughs> I don't know. I think it just does that. That's too cool. Uh, um, we're we're just gonna let it roll. Our viewers can see it on YouTube, and they'll be laughing their asses off at you because your I, shirt is bright and. The- <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. Here. I just now, yeah, I need some BGs right now, buddy. There we oh. go. Oh, look at now you're really. <laughs> with <it. laughs> what the hell? Oh uh, well, it is yeah. what it is. It is. Uh, what it is. I think oh. it's the color. It's the color of the room. To be honest, it's making that camera go crazy. Yeah. Well, I switched it to full HD mode. Um, that made it much brighter. So maybe I don't need this other light in front of me. Yeah. Shut it off. Let's Shut it off. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> All right. He's got it, ladies and gentlemen. 
right. So, guys, let's get into the history of the Kansas City Chiefs. And I think the most important thing that probably everybody knows is they weren't always the Kansas City Chiefs. They were the Dallas Texans. And I did some research on this and, you know, I'm sure you guys know this. Uh, They were um, the Dallas Texans back in 1960. So Lamar Hunt. Moment of silence. Mm -hmm. The great Lamar Hunt actually had tried to get an NFL team in Texas now, I don't know when the Dallas Cowboys come into play. Do you have any idea on that? Um, actually, I do. Um, it's a matter if I kept my notes on it. Uh, yeah, just keep going. Okay. Well, he really wanted to bring a football team to, to Texas, and he actually applied with the professional uh, American football, the National Football League, and was turned down in 1959. So he started to uh, get some of uh, his big oil buddies down there in Texas and basically formed uh, the Dallas Texans and the AFL. Yep. Uh, I did read that he he tried to attempt to get the Chicago Cardinals (laughs) to move down there. (laughs) Did you know that? No. So, <laughs> interesting factoid, I did have that um, Dallas, Texas, or uh, Dallas uh, was 1960, along with when the Chiefs be- became the Texans. The same okay. year, 1960, I think. 1960 is when they became the Dallas Texans. Yes, and that's also the year the NFL added the Dallas Cowboys. Really? Yep. According to my notes I took uh, earlier. Thing. And the exact the exact quote that I have is professional football returned to Dallas in 1960 as the American Football League commenced operations with one of its eight uh, charter members in Dallas, also called the Texans, while the NFL added the Dallas Cowboys is the exact quote. See, now that's funny to me because I read that the NFL turned him down because they didn't want to oversaturate with too many football teams. I wonder if that's because they had the Cowboys already slated to join down there. Probably. And, you know, the AFL, NFL, you know, uh, fight, we'll say, or, uh, you know. (laughs) Right, right. You know, I I think that they wanted to have the NFL there and not the AFL. So, right. who knows? I'd have to do more research to dig into that. Well, I I remember reading an article uh, he was uh, Lamar was actually coming back from the meeting that they turned him down and he was on the airplane when he actually came up with the idea of starting the AFL and it was just him yep. sitting back there by himself, <laughs> you know, strumming up these ideas. And that's how he, he was, came up. He with, was writing it on a napkin or something. It wasn't even like he was literally just writing it on a napkin, like his ideas. I remember seeing that in a video I watched uh, it's a couple. Actually, it was probably around the time we won the Super Bowl. Right on. He was on the plane, and all he had was a napkin, and he came up with the idea, so he jotted it all down on a napkin. Can you imagine what that napkin is worth? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably been long gone. Yeah, it's in the trash. It's totally in the trash. So what do we got? 1960, 1961, and 1962. 
they were known as the Dallas Texans. In 1963, they moved to Kansas City. Now, you have a story about that, right, Bill? Well, that's more with the name, but continue. Well, the, the move the move to, to Kansas City was because... Of the mayor of Kansas right. City. Um, asked uh, Lamar to move the franchise up there. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think to me, it only makes sense at this time because, well, now for more, you know, the Dallas Cowboys are there. Why do you need two teams in Dallas? Probably, yeah, for sure. Her- Harold yeah. Bartle, I think, was his name, was the mayor at the time, right? Yes. And, uh, you know, we'll get to it, but I guess we might as well hit it now. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. I mean, um, we're talking about the move right now because yeah. I don't know that there was anything really exciting of going on down there, except that uh, in 1962, they the Dallas Texans won the AFL championship game. Against who? Do you know? Uh, I'm just gonna go and guess the Raiders, just because. <laughs> I was gonna say the Packers were the Packers oh, no, at the, that time. Oh no, that's the same division. Crap. I don't know. Uh, the championship game was the Dallas Texans at the Houston Oilers, December 23rd, 1962. Texans 20, Oilers 17. Yeah, which again, the Oilers no longer exist. I know. Now they're what did they? They turned it into Tennessee Titans. Is that correct? I think so. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, you know, they get coached up. They get coached out of uh, Dallas and to move up to Kansas City in '63 by the mayor of Kansas City, yeah, Harold Rowe Bartle. Okay. Was the mayor's name. And uh, apparently, you know, as I mentioned before, um, he was supposedly inducted to a local tribe and uh, he was known to wear a headdress, uh, Indian headdress, oddly enough. And his nickname uh, while he was mayor was Chief. So he talked Lamar right into that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, basically, there was a, I don't know if it was a contest per se, but they, uh, um, they, they had a, you know, a contest of what to name the team. I'm not sure who was involved in this contest, but being that the mayor, you know, poached them um, up to Kansas City and, you know, his nickname, well, he was, I guess, mayor was chief. I guess they kept pushing for it in this contest, and ultimately, you know, Lamar went with it. Nice. And, and I am thankful that he did because it just flows. I mean, it just yeah. rolls. I mean, it just, you know, it could be like the Kansas City Commanders or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Um, I'm, I don't know what to think about that name, you know. Um, <laughs> I, that's, I, that's I, a topic. I, that's a topic for a whole nother show. I honestly think they were better as uh, what, what were they going as the Washington Football Club? Sound sounded better to me, but you know, whatever. Um, the, yeah. Side note is is that uh, uh, 
apparently some of the fans up there are considered the hogs. So maybe that would have been a better name than the commanders. I don't know the, the Washington hogs. I did hear a good one today, a really good one today. Uh, a guy said that they should have called it. They should have just taken off Washington and just made it DC since they are in Washington, DC made it the DC currents. DC currents. Yeah. The DC currents. Well, that was pretty good. Huh. You know, if you're I an mean, electrician. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> it's a very bad side note. Yeah. C- come on, Chico. Bag me up on this. Tell me how great that is. It was, it was so good. So proud of you on that one. <laughs> it wasn't me that came up with it, but I hey. thought it was pretty good. It was so good he forgot to laugh. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's just, he's that dumbfounded look <laughs> on his just, face right now. Shaking my head. Just all your normal jokes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have some good jokes. So Kansas City, uh, they're in Kansas City now in 1963. And what are we looking at? Like four years before they ended up in the Super Bowl, the very first Super Bowl. Because that was 1966. Yeah. 1966. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking at my notes. Sorry, guys. Uh, 1966 when they um, played the first Super Bowl. Who did they play? Oh, you know who they played. I know. I just want to. They played the Green Bay Packers. Yep. And hence the Lombardi Trophy for the Super Bowl, and hence the Lamar Hunt Trophy for the AFC Championship winner. So that was actually the first year of the of they kind of got out of the AFL and they became the AFC. Is that right? No, that was a little bit later when they actually NFL actually merged the two, which would have been what nineteen seventy. That's when they started the AFC NFC. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't, That's just I didn't look that head. up. I'm pretty sure that it was like 1970. It wasn't, it was four or five Super Bowls in, I think. I don't even think it was okay. called the Super Bowl at that point, was it? No. It's like the championship game is all it was. So when did it become the actual Super Bowl? Oh, I'm not sure. We're talking Chiefs. So, <laughs> well, yeah, true. So the Super Bowl um, term, as we know it today, <clears throat> Um, was proposed by Lamar Hunt in 1966. Uh, his kids were playing with a Super Bowl oh, toy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> while he was sitting there thinking about it, he's like, well, we're going to have a Super game. And then he's like, oh, we're going to have a Super Space Bowl. Um, and he pitched that in 1966 to the NFL commissioner, uh, I think it's Pete Rosell at the time. Pete Rosell was the commissioner in 66. Really? Wow. He was commissioner for a long time then, wasn't he? Yep. I guarantee you it was probably, obviously, you know, he was young. (laughs) Yeah. Unless it was his dad, but I'm pretty sure it's the same guy. Yeah. But but yeah, so I've always uh, used that as a trivia question, by the way, um, about the NFL with other people. And very few people get it right, including uh, Chiefs fans. Um, 
they don't know how the the Super Bowl became the the name of the game became the Super Bowl. So yeah. all because he was watching his kids play with the Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, again, it goes back to kind of the napkin thing, you know. He was such an innovator. Right. And you know, a lot of things that he did way back then stuck. Um, you know, again, you know, Super Bowl was two words back then, and I don't know when they made it you know, officially one word, but yeah kind of nifty that is it's crazy that that's how that worked out yeah but hey all great ideas come or spawn from something so i mean that's just it goes to show you it just takes one little deal so in the super bowl and then super bowl number one uh you know all-time hall of fame quarterback lynn dawson was uh, was the quarterback of that team I mean, come on, you know, Lynn Dawson. But I didn't realize, I, I thought that he was with Kansas City the whole time. You know, even when they were the Dallas Texans, I thought he was with them. He would, he didn't actually come in until, what, 1962. And I didn't know that he was drafted. Did you know he you Do you know who Lynn Dawson was drafted by? I do. I, gosh, I remember the story, but I can't recall it right now. He was uh, he was drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Damn it! I was gonna say that son of a mother truck. <laughs> I should have just said it. You should have just went for it. You just got to go for it. Come on, man! All right, all right. Come on, man! You just got to go for it. Yeah. Uh, he was also at, when it, when it really didn't work out in Pittsburgh in what 1957, he was traded to the Cleveland Browns, and uh, we're all good quarterbacks go to normally. Pass yeah. Here. And uh, yeah, we're all good quarterbacks go to wait, but we're not even going there. We're moving on beyond that. We could talk about that <laughs> debacle for, for hours and hours. Uh, in 1962, uh, Lynn then signed with the AFL chiefs. So I had known as the Dallas, Texas at that time. And he was there for the actual change over, you know, he was with them when they were still the Dallas Texans and then moved over to, uh, when they moved over to Kansas city chiefs. So he made that move also, but that's, that's kind of crazy. I didn't, didn't realize that he was a, a Steeler and uh, a Brown for a very short period of time, Thought that was pretty neat, but he was the quarterback for what? How many years? Oh my gosh. 62, right. 62, right? Yep. 60. Was... No wait. Yeah. 62. Yep. Correct. I'm gonna Sorry. go. I'm in, I'm gonna say seventy-six. He was he was uh there for seventy-six years. No. <laughs> You're <a> goofball. <laughs> Nineteen seventy-six. I don't remember when he retired. He was uh um he was in the uh, he was in the league for 19 years so that would be what um 17 of those with Kansas City 79 Oh, I might be right actually or pretty damn close. Okay, so here's a here's a cool little fact. Uh Lynn Dawson owned the Chiefs single season passing touchdown record which he set in 1964 with 30 touchdowns in only 14 games. And you know who beat that record? Patrick Mahomes. 
You know it. In 2018, <laughs> when Patrick Mahomes broke that record in just 10 games. Wow. I'm, I'm two for two. I'm happy. <laughs> was that was that Pat's second? That was his second season, correct? It have to be because his first season he spent, you know, on the bench right. behind the great Alex Smith. Yeah, he played the last game of the season against Denver and yep. just tore him up. Yeah, he did. I remember that. Like, I remember it like it was yesterday. It's like, like, oh. I remember watching him play catch on the sidelines with Alex Smith going, who's that guy? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. You know, I remember uh, when they traded up for him, and I was like, why are we trading up for another quarterback? We got Alex Smith. We, he's almost got us there. He's almost got us. Well, okay. I was wrong. Yeah, I, mean, I, I love Alex Smith. I think he was a great quarterback and even yeah. better um, that he came back like he did in Washington. I thought that was pretty amazing yeah, what if, he did there. And if no one saw the documentary about Alex Smith's uh, injury and comeback, it's it's really uh, a good uh, documentary to watch. Um, I highly suggest it. I need to look it up. I, I, I was going to watch it and I haven't uh, had that. Um, I keep forgetting to go see it. So sorry, my bad. I'm, I, I am a Chiefs fan. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Like you said, I, I applauded almost. I almost got up and applauded when he trotted on the field and played. That oh. I think he had to step in. Someone got injured. Yep. Yeah. He was back, but he wasn't going to play. And then. Yeah whoever got injured. So he had to step in. And I mean, what a moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was amazing. As a Chiefs fan, as a Washington fan, as a fan of the whole NFL, that was amazing. Yes. Yeah. You, yeah. Especially all the things that he went through to get there, you know, with them almost happened to take the leg because of infection. Yep. Yep. It's pretty Agreed. crazy. So Lenny Dawson was there until, you know, what did we say? 1976. 1976. Uh, taken over by uh, Mike Livingston. Do you remember him? Uh, no. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna plow out some names here. You know. Uh, uh, how about um, how about Steve Fuller? You remember Steve Fuller? Nope. Really? Uh, Bill Kenny. Yes, I remember the name. All right. Kenny looked like he played for Kansas City for several years. That's probably why I recall him, because like I said, my Donna memory, you know, was around eight years old, which would have been 1980, 79 yep. or 80. Uh, Fuller was uh, 80, and then yep. Kenny looked like 81. So, yeah. um, and then Kenny was no longer there, so our new starting quarterback is Steve DeBerg. Uh, he was the one that wore the turtlenecks all the time. <laughs> am, am I right? I think, uh, he, I think he wore like a white turtleneck under his jersey, if I remember correctly. I, unfortunately for me, I wasn't watching in those in those years when DeBerg was there. Um, I'll have to go back <clears throat> and check. It was either him or the one after him that. I always cracked up with his little turtleneck under his jersey. <laughs> well, didn't Joe Montana wear wear the <clears throat> turtleneck? He did in the colder weather. I think he 
it looked more like a real turtleneck, not just like a like a turtle. like a like a yeah a quarterback turtleneck. Yeah, yeah, yeah the one like Uncle Eddie. you know where they just he's got the imprint of it right here you know right right (laughs) yep i know exactly what you're talking about so deberg was taken uh taken over by dave krieg krieg is that correct did i say that properly i remember him remember him and then uh, uh dave was gone to the great joe montana who spent two years in kansas city Yep, and I got to see the second season, the 94 season um, of him uh, playing at Arrowhead. So Nice. Um, who took over for Montana? Was it Gerback? No. Damn it, I was on but it, but it was, But it was a San Francisco quarterback. It wasn't Steve Young, no. No, Steve Young. I don't no. know. Steve Steve Young retired. And no, I know. I said it wasn't Steve right. Young. Oh my gosh! He's thinking awful hard, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, my two brain cells are battling each other. <laughs> it out. All right, I give Steve Bono. Oh my god! Bono. Remember, he came yeah. over the second season. That Montana was there and yeah. was his backup. <clears throat> and then when Joe retired. Steve was already in the system, so they let him take over. And I remember when Steve took over and we had that 13 and three season. Oh, uh, I, I remember. Um, let me guess the year this happened. Um, 91 or nine, mm. nine, hold on, 94. Yeah, 96. No, 1995. Damn it. You so were so, you were doing so well there for a while. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let me follow up with the next with a question on that one. Okay. We had first round by home field advantage. Yep. As I recall. Yep. And we, and we had Denver at home. Is that right? I don't know. Let me see. And I'll mm. tell you I'll tell you the story if I'm right, because I'm ninety-nine percent sure I'm right. We had first round by home field advantage. Denver came in as a heavy underdog. In that thirteen and three season, yeah. Um, this says we lost to the Colts. Okay, it must be ten seven. It must have, you know what? That must have been the Trent Green year um, that I'm thinking the, about. The Denver year. Yeah, because um, funny story was I was flying out to pick up my daughter in Washington State, and I had a layover in Denver the day of or the day before the game. I was going to wear my jersey and Chiefs gear. (laughs) And I decided not to because it was Denver and (laughs) I just wanted to be incognito. Yeah, you didn't didn't want to be, uh, you didn't want to. Yeah, I remember waking up early in Washington State at nine to watch the game. And, you know, again, same thing, you know, we were, uh, you know, 13 and three or something like that, home field Mm -hmm. advantage, and we lost. I was like so upset. What year did you think that was? So if it wasn't 95, it had to be 97 then, 98, somewhere around there, because Ashley had to have been four or five. January 4th, 1998, we lost a divisional round to the Denver Broncos, 14 to 10. Yeah, I was so upset. Um, it's, it's interesting to me because uh, – that Steve Bono year, and we'll jump back just a little bit. I know we kind of headed up to the 
the Denver game, but <laughs> I remember they went 13 and three. I remember that was the year that they had that trick play where Steve Bono kept the ball and ran like 95 yards for a touchdown <laughs> and an open wide open field. I mean, everybody bit on the, on the, the handoff and everybody piled on uh, the running back, which I was assuming was Marcus Allen at the time, but it could have been, it could have been a different running back that took the ball, but, and then he took that bootleg off to the side and boom, he was just gone. And he, I, I can still see him running <laughs> on that field with nothing but green around him. Oh. So the next year as, as the season progressed. And I remember this distinctly sports illustrated put out their prediction ep, uh, issue and it was a fold out and on the cover was uh, Brett Favre and Reggie White and whoever else was on, in, on the pack in the Packers team. And then he folded it out and there was Bono and Allen and Neil Smith. And that was their prediction for the next year's Super Bowl or for this upcoming Super Bowl. And I remember going and just buying two or three copies of that because it was just so cool. I was like, oh, man, we're going to the Super Bowl. Sports Illustrated says we're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> and we went nine and seven that year. Yeah, I was going to say we crashed, <laughs> crashed and bombed. It was a, kind of like the Madden curse. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, which I do believe Patrick Mahomes broke, by the way, yes, for all he, you actually he did. Chiefs fans out there. He broke that curse for sure. Uh, then we get into some other. Then you get your boy Gerbach. Yeah. I know he was your. I know he was your all-time favorite quarterback of all time. I just the other thing I got to say about Gerbach was I was so happy when Baltimore got him after <laughs> winning the Super Bowl. And then watching them go like four and twelve the next season with Burback. <laughs> and uh the Chiefs fans, you know, because we were going to the games and you know, I just remember going to that first game and they're like, Gerbeck has left the building, and we're like, Yes, yeah, he is yeah. gone. Elvis, I mean, I, I mean sorry, Elvis has left the building. Elvis has um, left the building. Yeah, yeah. Uh let's let's hit that out. That was nineteen ninety-seven. Marty Schottenheimer is the head coach. Uh, Elvis Gerbach is the, is the quarterback and one of my, one of my favorite running backs at the time. And I don't know that he had much of a career, honestly, was Greg Hill. That was the year that Hill was, I mean, he was there for a couple of years, but that's the, that's the year that he kind of led the rushing. Hmm. What did he have? Um, uh, well, yeah, that didn't look like much. It's like 550 yards. <laughs> yeah, but <it> led the <laughs> That ain't <NFL>. much. <laughs> uh, I do believe did did Gerbach get hurt and Gannon took over for a season? I don't recall the circumstances to be honest. I was just happy when he left. <laughs> well, Gannon, they got Gannon listed for 98, but Gerbach back in 99 and 2000. Yeah. And of course, we traded off the great Rich Gannon to, uh, you know, the Raiders. That was I that don't hurt. know what they were thinking. That hurt. No idea. So bad. Wasn't that the year that he went and won the Super Bowl? Well, he didn't win, or, or but they went. Yeah, they, they went. They were yeah. there. They didn't win. They lost, but that was that year. I still don't understand that trade, but whatever. I don't know. The great Marty Schottenheimer, though. Uh, when when Gannon left, uh, so does Schottenheimer. So, and, yeah. uh, and we love he, Marty. Yeah, may he rest in peace. Yes. 
would love Marty. But uh, yep. do you know who took over for Marty that year? The next year? Was Can it, you remember? I, this is like trivia time with Phil. Sorry, Gunner. Yeah, you're... no, he's, he's, you guys are killing it. <laughs> <laughs> who took over? Who took over a Schottenheimer's head coach position? What year was it? Uh, 1999. Party like it's 1999. Yeah, you got a party like it's 1999, big, big dog. I think was that uh, when we got the Rams coach? Uh, no. Okay, then I don't recall. Gunther Cunningham. Oh, that's right. I forgot about Gunther. I did too until I was doing my research, and I'm like, oh man, I like that dude. He was actually a, a pretty good coach, even though we didn't really have a we had a nine and seven and a seven and nine season when he was there, but. Yeah. He was a hell of a de- defensive coach. That's what I was going to say. Wasn't he defensive coach? And I I believe he was defensive. hired for a head coach. Yeah. I think he was defensive, wasn't he? I think you're right. Yeah. And then Dick Vermeil came in. Okay, uh, so and when, Ver- <laughs> when Vermeil got there, they brought in Trent Green. Hoorah. And Priest Holmes. Yep. Both uh, great coaches. Great coach. Great quarterback and great running back. I w- was very fortunate that I do you remember Priest got hurt really bad and was out for like a season and yep. a half or whatever. Yep. I was in Indianapolis for the Colts Chiefs game when when uh, he basically when Pre- Priest had come back and was only in for like two or three games, but yeah. that was the one and he got hurt again in that game and then retired the next day. Yep. Yep, I remember him. His rehab. Uh, I think he had a spinal injury, if I remember. Yeah, it was. Sort. Yeah, it wasn't good. <clears throat> um, but yeah, he 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 got injured, and I, I think he did the right thing for his own health. You know. Um, oh yeah. You know, let's not, you know, do anything worse than what's already happened. So unfortunately, he had to retire. I mean, Priest Holmes was a beast. Yeah, he. Um, I remember. He was a monster. So. One, I got two things about uh, that era um, that come to mind was I remember our defense sucked um, during those years uh, uh, at a press conference and they asked the coach, I don't know if it was a coach or the quarterback, I'm, I'm going to have to say coach Dick Vermeil. what are you going to do about your defense? And I remember his answer. He said, score more points on offense. <laughs> I mean, because we, we would score and score and score. And the problem is our defense will let the other team score. So it yep. almost always came down to, yeah. you know, who had the ball last. And I'll never forget that. While I was listening to the press conference, you know, we had lost that game and someone had asked them, basically, what are you going to do to shore up the, the defense? You know, your offense is so prolific, you know, you can right. do anything at once and score more points. Score more points. Score <laughs> more points. All um, you need to do, score well, more points. And my second point, and uh, I'll have to some at some point get the pictures out there. But you know, um, once we, I don't know, Facebook set up. But <clears throat> um, after Trent Green retired, um, I think he was five, four or five years into being retired, and uh, my wife and I were at the game, walking down the tunnel, going to have our cigarette, as I mentioned earlier. Lo and behold, here comes Trent Green. He was doing, you know, the broadcast stuff at uh, which affiliate or if he was just with uh, the Chiefs at that time. 
he spent a good 10 minutes with us and it's like nobody came around. You all have been to Arrowhead and been mm-hmm. in, uh, you know, the, you know, going down the spiral staircase. Yeah. Yep. Not, not a one person came, I swear, for 10 minutes. Uh, we talked to him and I was jacking with my camera because it was acting up. <laughs> you know, every picture was, oh, so funny. <laughs> funny thing. Uh, so when we're talking to him, that's when we had Castle, which I know I'm getting ahead again there. Uh, right. Um, but uh, that's when we were horrific. And as I'm trying to fix the camera and everything and Trent Green smiling, being so patient. Right. And I said, man, don't you wish you were on the field right now instead of, instead of castle? He didn't say anything. He just smiled. <laughs> um, um, I'll never forget asking him that because I was so pissed off <laughs> at that. Point. I don't know how far along in our two and 14 season or four and 12 season we were, whatever year it was when we met him. But man, uh, it, Anyone that meets that meets Trent Green, um, the guy's awesome. He's a fan of football. He's a fan of the Chiefs. You know, to spend ten minutes with us to, or I'll just say somewhere between five and ten minutes to talk to us and help us not get a blurry picture. Which, by the way, my wife's picture turned out awesome. Right on. I turned around and gave the camera to my wife to get my picture with Trent Green, and it's blurry. <laughs> so. He did that on purpose. Um, yeah. Um, after that, I went out and bought a thousand dollar camera, so it would never happen again. That, you, so, and and you have yet to meet somebody else with that camera on you. Yes, I have. Many yeah. People, many, many people. Many people have gotten the picture taken with that new camera. But um, anyway, <laughs> I just wanted to let the fans know. You know, anyone that meets Trent Green as a fan of football, uh, as a fan of the Chiefs, as a fan of the Rams, the guy's awesome. He's patient, really nice to fans and um, NFL fans in general, in my opinion. Well, let me tell you my Trent Green story. So, you know, Trent was a uh, is an IU grad. Yeah, he played at He played at Indiana University. So my boss, who is also an Indiana University alum, was down there. This was I can't remember if it was actually when he was still playing or whether it was sometime after that. But um, him and his buddies were hanging out after the game was over and went down on the field. And guess who trots out there but Trent Green. <laughs> so he comes awesome. back. My boss comes back and starts telling me. He's like, oh, yeah, we were down there. And Trent Green come out. We sat and talked to him for like half an hour. I was like, did you tell him you knew one of the biggest Chiefs fans ever? <laughs> no. I'm like, what do you mean? No. How do you meet Trent Green, the great quarterback from the Kansas City yeah. Chiefs, and you not tell him? Hey, one of my employees is a huge Kansas City fan. We should call his ass and say, "Hey, I'm hanging out with Trent." No, I didn't get none of that. Uh, so I'm gonna. I go don't like that dude no more. <laughs> so I'm trying to think of our Hall of Fame guard or tackle that's in the Hall of Fame. Um, our, uh, sorry, our Ring of Honor. Um, Are we back to Bobby Bell. No, no, no. He played in like the '90s. Um, oh. Will Shields. Okay. So your AFC championship flag for the year that we went to the Super Bowl, the white one. Uh-huh. You know, I got multiple of them. And right. uh, I gave one to my boss, my at where I work. He had ways to get tickets to the Super Bowl. Somehow he 
got ways to get into the parties. Um, <laughs> he calls me on the phone and says, guess who I just talked with? And I'm like, I have no idea. He's like, he's in your ring of honor. I still had no idea. Right. Then he tells me, I'm like, did you tell him I'm like the nuttiest Chiefs fan in the world? <laughs> and because uh, my boss knows me pretty well. And he's like, actually, I did tell him that. And he was uh, really impressed, you know, with the things I told him. I'm like, why didn't you call me and let yeah, me no talk sh- to him? Yeah, come on. Just let me talk to him. And uh, I wish he I, I forgot to ask why he didn't get my towel signed. But, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that uh, would have been nice. Anyway, kind of goes along with your story, um, you know, about. Uh, yeah, it's a chance meeting. And then you're like, did you tell him about me? Like, yeah. no. I or, know. Even a, or even a phone, you know, put him on the phone. You yeah. Know? I, Let I'm me talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> and, all right. So let's. <laughs> so, okay. So Vermeil's there. Uh, he's got Trent Green and uh, Priest Holmes. Priest Holmes retires. Uh, we get Larry Johnson. Yeah. I actually like Larry Johnson as a running. There you go. Gunner's got it going on with the with the thing. I actually like Larry Johnson as a as a running back. He just, I think they overused him. You know. Yeah, I mean he was good. Um, yeah, he was good. It was just wasn't he? Didn't he have off field issues? Yeah, well, you know, one one of those guys not having off field issues anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess that's true. But he did rock it. I, I give him. I give it that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dick Vermeil retires or leaves Kansas City, and we pick up uh, Herm Edwards. That would have been what about 2006? Damn it. <laughs> if you guys could see his face, if you're watching the YouTube, you just his <laughs> face is like, oh, so close. Uh, but uh, it looks like uh, he was he was short term, wasn't he? Like a three year coach at best. Yes. Yes. And then, and then we hold get, on, hold on. How many years was it? Three. You were right with three. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There so you I'm go. Back he's, he's back in the game, boys and girls. <laughs> so who was the quarterback that took over when Herm Edwards was there? Oh, crap. <laughs> Gunner. Chico. Chico. Do you have oh. a guess? Uh, what, you, what year are we talking? 2006. 2000. And, huh? Was it 2000? No, I'm talking about the quarterback. Oh, I thought you said coach. But you said 2006, right? 2006. Who was the Who was the quarterback? I know who he got replaced by. I yeah, believe, which sucked. Yes. Well, no. I mean, there was there was actually a quarterback in between. I do believe. Okay, then I'm I'm lost. I cannot remember. Damon Eward. Exactly. <laughs> and Damon and Damon was replaced by Tyler Thigpen. Oh man, I totally forgot about that. I did too. I did too. And then Tyler Tyler was replaced by Matt Castle. Castle. So, Castle. So that's the year where they came up with the Brady rule. Or the year after, um, actually, when we got Castle, uh, I think we played New England week one or week, week, week one, Kansas we, City, yeah. New England, and mm. we broke his ass. Tom. So, so I always thought about that, right? I was like, okay, the rest of the league thanked us, right? You know, they probably sent flowers and, you know, everything. To, <laughs> oh, definitely sent chocolates you know, and a heart shaped yeah. box. You know, um, 
And then Castle took over under Brady. Mm-hmm. And had a great season. And had a great year. Yep. But what it wound up doing is everybody in the NFL, including the Chiefs, you know, were like, we need Castle. Yep. We got Castle. Well, then we got Todd Haley. Mm, yeah, that was the next thing I was going to bring up is what coach come in with, uh, yeah. with, with uh, Castle. Todd Haley. And then after he got fired, it was uh, Romeo Cronell, our yep. defensive yeah. coordinator. So I love it. I love Romeo Cornell as a defensive coordinator. I do not care much for him as a head coach. 100% agree. Um, I could not disagree. I mean, I, I, yeah, I agree. But, yeah, the uh, Castle years were probably my third or fourth year of having my season, my own season tickets. Oh, yeah? Talk about waste of money. Um, <laughs> Couldn't even give them away. Oh, I, I – <laughs> So we would go down, you know, until we were at a certain state where we were, you know, you know, just so bad, you know, like two and eight, whatever, you know, at that point, I just stopped going. Um, I gave the tickets away to family and friends. And I remember sitting in the parking lot the second year, I think what was the first year we had a bad record. It was either two and 14 or four and 12, four and 12. Then the next year we were two and fourteen. No, the next year we were ten and six. Oh no, but there were two years. One year we were two and fourteen. The next year I think. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Two fourteen and four and twelve. Yeah. So that second year, about halfway through the season, the fans paid. We're in the tailgating, and you know, every once in a while they'll have a plane flying over. Right. The fans were paid the. Uh, airplane to fly over with uh, uh, wordings on the back that said Bench Castle and Fire Haley. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, talk about a f- passionate fan base that's going to pay. for. And this plane would go round and round the stadium for an hour uh, <laughs> prior, to, prior to kickoff. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it just didn't work out. You know, Castle, I think, in New England, you know, he had all the tools around him. You know, he had all yeah, the right no. people, yeah. you know, all the right circumstances. And you yep. bring him in the arrowhead that didn't have that. You know, I, I, right. I, I do give him that, you know, I don't think we had the right coach. I don't think we had the right offense, you know, compared to what New England was doing. Right. So I will say it wasn't necessarily Castle's fault. but uh, Right. Well, th- you know, you know, as well as I do, you can't. It's not always one man. No, it's a no, team. it takes a team. It yeah. takes a team to it's win a, or to lose. It's a team sport, but I just saying that, man, I was so depressed those years. <laughs> right. But let's move on past the castle and the. Uh... Well, and with with Castle, you also got uh, with Castle and Haley, you also got Jamal Charles in those years, too, which yeah. I mean, Jamal was a great running back for yep. Kansas City and. You know, and I it didn't even talk about it kind of got sought, set off to the side here. We didn't talk about like some of the wide receivers, you know, or or uh, or just re- let's just go with just receivers because I will we'll roll in tight ends with that, too. Uh, you know, Tony Gonzalez was there um, for the Vermeil years and and yeah. even the Cunningham years, it looks like. So the great, 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 great Tony Gonzalez. I remember when they drafted him and he played in the preseason and I was like, Bobby, you got, Bobby, you got to come see this guy. You got to see this guy. He's a beast. He's a beast. And I felt the same way when I first saw Travis Kelsey. Yeah. 
And I was yeah. like, oh, this is this guy is the next Tony Gonzalez. I mean, there's yep. no doubt in my mind. So, yeah, we got Charles and Gonzalez and uh, your favorite all time wide receiver, uh, Dwayne Bow. <laughs> oh, my was God. Was it Dwayne? Was yes. it Dwayne? OK, wanted to make sure. <laughs> I, have a, I have a nickname <laughs> for him, but I'll, I'll, I'll reserve it um, offline. Um, the one thing I didn't understand about Dwayne Blows, I mean, uh, <laughs> um, Bo, is. Why did we sign him back to a large contract? I about lost my ever loving mind. I, I there was know. something there was something about the hype with that guy. Everybody thought he was this great, great wide receiver, and I just kept scratching my head, going, "He drops more balls than he catches." Yeah, it, you know, he had potential. He just—I don't think he lived up to it. And when they extended him with a high price um, extension, I was. Yeah, highly upset. I, I think a lot of people were in the Chiefs kingdom. Um, you know, um, I think he played two years under that four-year contract. I think, and then before we, we traded him off to Cleveland. Yeah, right on. And, and I think we took a lot of dead cap space on that as well, even with mm. the trade. Um, mm. I think. And while he was in Cleveland, he was supposed to be the number one whiteout. Wound up going dropping the three. Number yeah. Three. Yeah, he just he just. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, he had all the potential, but for whatever reason, you know, I don't know if it's a system or just him, you know, I, right. I just felt the one thing, like I said, I don't understand was the contract they gave him. Mm. Well, let me, let me run through the rest of these real quick because, you know, Castle left and we brought in Alex Smith from, from San Francisco. Yep. We had a lot of great season with him with, uh, with Charles and Oh, I can never pronounce that guy's first name. Uh, Chavarik West, Chavarius, Chavarius, and uh, one of my personal favorite wide receivers, Jeremy Macklin. I loved when he was there. Yeah. Um, uh, looks like uh, you know, we changed over uh, when Cornell did not. What did Cornell have? Uh, a two and 14 season, and we let him go. We went and got the, the great Andy Reid, who has been been our coach now all these years what is it uh, 2012 oh my gosh time flies it doesn't seem like it so yeah he's been there what nine years now almost 10 years yeah because i know philadelphia let him go um i know he had some (laughs) is that it was it's like hold on time out was that your beer run (laughs) was it did you text her to bring you a beer oh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i don't have to text i know when karen finishes her beer there'll be another one she just brings yeah, another yeah. one it's just automatic you need to set the table a little bit closer to you so you don't have to get up and go get it yeah fly it off fly it in you guys you guys have some pretty great women there now i don't see uh my door hasn't been opened yet yeah. <laughs> oh no that's but uh yeah so uh you know obviously uh we had some great years with alex smith i'm a big yeah. big fan of alex smith and um you know uh and then the great patrick mahomes is is uh you know spent a year behind him and has not looked back since and and i don't think we've had a stronger team in the last 30 years i don't think I mean, we've had some good teams, but yeah, we've got a strong, strong team right now. And yeah. next next episode, we're going to talk about the 22 draft. And I'm super excited to get into that and just talk about the 
the players that we drafted this year and, you know, some of the stats and stuff that they've got from, from their college days. And I just, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a good episode. We can talk about those guys and maybe some uh, predictions on what they'll do in their first season in the NFL. That'll be fun. Um, I, you know, you and I have talked offline and also Gunner, you know, how impressed we were uh, with the draft this year. Yeah. So I think it's going to be interesting. Um, I'll be upfront and honest. I got to go back and look at some more of their stats, their games, you know, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. 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 Me too. um, As homework. uh, So I'm a little more knowledgeable. But I mean, I remember the same thing, you know, when they drafted the cheetah, you know. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I was like, I I happened to be at BW3s um, before they drafted them. that year I think it was just some random game that was on and this dude just took off and I was like oh snap come to find out it was a cheetah <laughs> you know because <laughs> I didn't know the players you know I don't right. watch a lot of college football to be honest uh, but I went back and I was like what game was I watching there and it took me a while to find it and I was like okay that is the same guy that we drafted. <laughs> so interesting because I was like, that guy's like the flash. Yeah. Yeah. The, the dude is fast. That, there ain't no doubt about that. Yeah, I've got so, a couple, I've got a couple cheetah shirts around here somewhere. So, you know, it's going to be interesting. You know, I know we, 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 we went, uh, got some defensive players, which we needed, um, yep. which was good. You know, um, I think, you know, talking about our defense, you know, we're, we did, I think, a tad bit better than we did the year before, but, you know, there's huge room for improvement. Oh, definitely. So, definitely. Definitely know, then, for sure. Then who knows, you know, we might be trading, you know, depending on what happens with Orlando Brown, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> oh, my you God. Know, so, you know, it might, might be room, you know, when we get to the cuts, picks, you know, uh, pickups, I mean. Right. You know, later on, you know, if he doesn't sign. You know, there might be some, yeah, he, uh, something he, that happens there potentially. You never know. So, Chico, I do have a question for you. Do you have a a, a, a moment, a Chiefs history that kind of sticks in your brain? That, uh, that you <laughs> do. We, we kind of talked over you tonight. Yeah. I'm really sorry. I, I told you before we started this that I had very little notes, you know, being, being so much younger and just being like, and I, you guys have spent a lot of time watching and learning and knowing all this stuff about the chiefs and and i oh. i i always call myself the i'm not like a a hardcore fan i'm a fan that loves going to kansas city loves watching the chiefs loves learning about the chiefs but i don't go out of the way to learn the stats and all that stuff i don't i don't take the time to you know sit back and really immerse myself into it i'm right. kind of that bystander fan but there is one thing in chiefs history that still lives on to this day that we all do all the time. And that's Mm -hmm. the the tomahawk chop, which was (laughs) taken from actually Florida state university, because that is what they do. It's the Seminole chant, the Seminole war chant. And it's something that I don't know how we had adopted it from them, but it was about 1980 when we first started doing the tomahawk chop and it has stuck. And I, every time I see Rob at work, that's all I do. <laughs> I go by Tom Hogchop. 
And really, really, anytime we see another Chiefs fan, that's what we do. And that's kind of, it's kind of our greeting as, as a fan base, really, I feel like. So I feel like that's one of those things that's stuck with me my entire time of being a Chiefs fan, but just a big part of Chiefs history, to be honest. And unfortunately, you know, a couple of years ago and even last year, you know, they kept on some people were calling to end it, you know. Yeah. You know, um, but I don't think that's ever going away. Um, They can't stop the fans. um, No, there's there's no way they're going to be able to regulate that inside the stadium. No. Um, That's like them taking names away because of their connotations or whatever. And the the mayor that we talked about earlier in the in the pod was not even Native American. Correct. And they just they called him chief because he wore the headdress and all that. And like. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it back in that time, calling us the Chiefs wasn't a big deal. It was just calling us the Chiefs. Now it's one of those things that's a toss-up because of the way society is. So it's, you get the Washington commanders and hopefully we never have to change because I don't feel like Chief is a negative connotation. A Chief yeah. is a important person in that, in the Native American community. So mm-hmm. I think it's more important than it is negative. I never, never looked at it that way, but yeah, especially given that it wasn't necessarily named after a Native American person. Yeah, right. you know, I could see know. that more so, I guess. But you know, but you know, again, it was the nickname of the mayor at the time. Yeah. So I, I think I think this feud. I don't know when the Washington Commanders feud started with the. Um, with their old name um i'll just leave it off um, <laughs> um <laughs> you know i, I said I, it in the call guys once and colton's like can't say that <laughs> no that's what i said i'm not gonna say it um and by the way i am native american i am a registered uh member of the iowa tribe um so um but yeah when it comes to them i think they started that battle like in the 80s um give or take and it took all the way to what two years ago yeah two or three yeah so i hope it doesn't come down to that with the chiefs and the stadium arrowhead um you know arrowhead i don't think has any negative connotation at all yeah um it was a weapon right um people collect them i mean (laughs) yeah yeah you know i mean I, i hope that you know they don't put too much into that you know, Chiefs and Arrowhead, you know, and, uh, you know, we get to stay with our identity. Yeah. Yeah. I feel for the Washington fans because it's like, you know, they, they had that name for so long and now they're just like, Oh, now we're something totally different. And, and even the Cleveland fans, even that one, I think that one actually hurts. We're, you know, we're jumping baseball, but I think that one actually hurts even more. Hmm. Because they have been even established even longer, and yeah. you know they were. Sorry, I don't follow baseball that much. What were they renamed to? The Guardians. So That's now they're right. the Cleveland Guardians. Right. Okay. Yeah, that. I don't, I don't know that the name hurts. I think uh, you know the name is the name, but I you know they were what they were for a very 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 long time, and now they're yeah. they're not so. So yeah, I feel for them out there in Cleveland and their and their baseball team. But 
But yeah, tomahawk chop gunner. I mean, good it lord, yeah, that is things. that is the best thing ever to be there with eighty thousand of your closest friends in the stadium, <laughs> all doing the same thing. The other celebrity yeah. banging on the drum, <laughs> <laughs> or a, a player, retired player, yep. whoever yeah. is there doing it. That is that is just a super enjoyable moment. And Phil, you've seen that probably a hundred fifty times. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen it a lot. It's it's fun. Um, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's exciting. Um, Every you know. time. So since we're talking about Arrowhead Stadium, and I know we kind of went through introductions. I don't know where we're at minute-wise, but <clears throat> I'd like to give out my my first memory of bringing my wife to the game, and I'd like each one of you to do the same thing. So – my first game that I brought my wife to was obviously before we had season tickets. Um, and uh, it was a night game, I believe against San Diego. Um, and we had tickets in the second row. Night game, lights are on. Karen's never been to an NFL game. She didn't know where our seats were. It was our anniversary weekend, like September 13th. It's coming up for the home opener here. As we're walking down the stairs and getting closer and closer and closer to the field, I just remember her comment saying, wow, now this is HD. <laughs> so, and I have a picture of her and I, uh, before, we had someone take our picture, you know, I give her a happy anniversary kiss. And uh, it's one of my favorite pictures we've ever taken, but I just wanted to share that, you know, my wife's first game and her comments of this is HD. <laughs> That's pretty good. So, so she- Oh, go ahead, Phil. Sorry. No, no, Chico. I was going to say, I was oh. going to throw it to you. So my first game was my wife's first game also. So that was exciting. And she took me for our anniversary. Oh, that's so awesome. It, I did yeah. not know that. So she bought me tickets. No, I mean, she was not quite into the football, anything sports really at that point. We've been dating for what, a year maybe. And she bought me tickets to go. We went out, we stayed at the hotel right across the street from the stadium. We walked in super early because I wanted to go so bad. So we're walking in <laughs> and, and I'm sure I was just like bright eyed, you know, like a, like a, like a baby, like a child walking in there. And, you know, we hung out for probably 45 minutes to an hour before the game, just sitting there watching the players practice. And this was the, or Patrick Mahomes rookie year, right? So I saw him on the field playing or playing catch pretty much with Alex Smith and seeing all that happen. But the one thing that um, I really remember is I got to think there was so <laughs> there's so much, dude. It was just crazy. We, we went up to the top of the bowl and we're looking at the field and I get the, I get the big picture from up top and just seeing the whole field and you got all these people around us and there was a kid sitting next to us, which had to have been his first game too. And he was super excited to be there. And he's just like, I'm, I think we probably looked exactly the same sitting there right next to each other. <laughs> but I, I, it's honestly one of my best memories of just me and Sarah, because we, she took me and I mean, I never thought I would be going to Kansas city to watch a game, let alone, with my girlfriend at the time who would be my wife in the future. So just the fact that she did that for me was awesome. And yeah. Ed? 
<laughs> I was like, I, I know, I, I know, like, I know your asleep. first game. I know your yeah, first game. Yeah. Well, let me give you, let me give you a, a, a over brief history here. Is is that we, <laughs> you know, we've been a, we've been fans for thirty years. I actually took a trip out there, um, the year Mont this Montana second year when San Francisco came to, uh, came to Arrowhead. And I was trying to get tickets, but I couldn't afford the scalp tickets at the time. So 94. Yes. So that was my first trip out. That was my first time to see Arrowhead, even though I didn't get into Arrowhead at all. Um, and then we took another trip back when Gunner. So that it would have been 95, 96, somewhere in there. We woke up and we're like, um, they're playing Denver in Denver and we were on vacation and I said, Hey, I, I want to watch this game. This is going to be a really great game. So we jump in the car and drove to Kansas city because that's where the game was going to be on TV. <laughs> and um, we stayed at the, uh, the hotel across the street from the stadium. She got to see the stadium, you know, in person for the first time. Once again, there's no game going on. We were just there hanging out, doing some shopping. Cause we talked about this before, you know, you couldn't buy anything here in Indiana, right. you know, you drove 15 or 10 hours to go, go shopping. <laughs> <laughs> but my first game and Bobby's first game, we got, were well, Gunner and Sarah bought us the tickets and, you know, we went, it was the four of us and we had lower bowl. And I remember exactly what he's saying. I was like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Can we get in? <laughs> and it was funny because we, when we got there, they were like, come on, let's go in. I'm like, first things first, we need to walk around the stadium. Yes. Let's go take all this in. I want to take it all in. I want to see everything. And of course you got to see the bands and the, the, the marching band and, mm -hmm. you know, all the tailgaters and, and all that stuff out there. And then we went in and we went down to where our seats were at. And, you know, basically, you know, Bobby's just as wide-eyed as I was. So, you know, she was just excited to be there. And I made him walk all the way to the top of the stadium because once again, I want to see all this. So uh yeah, we went all the way to the top, and I think they thought it was nuts, but uh <laughs> I made her walk on all the way up there. And just being down there in the lower bowl amongst all the fans, what a great time. What a great bunch of people and it's just, it was an amazing first round or, you know, first experience to be in an airhead. We saw the Cardinals. That was, yes, that was that it game. was the Cardinals game. Yep. Yeah. That's yep. who we open up against this season. Yep, I believe yep. the regular season, oddly enough. So I, I do have one, one more thing about the first game Sarah took me to. We, we played, we played the Chargers. And I remember looking at Phillip Rivers and him throwing the ball. And I go, I wonder if his baseball coach ever told him not to throw the ball like that because he throws it <laughs> sidearm as far as sidearm as he could. I was like, man, he's gonna throw his arm out. <laughs> oh. uh, just a follow up, not necessarily on people at a game, but we were at the game where San Diego. It was a night game. All they had to do was kneel down. Uh, I think two more times, and the game was over. Um, the second down or third down, whatever it was. I mean, they were like on their own three yard line. They could have easily done a field goal, whatever, but instead they were kneeling down. Cry me a river, fumbles the ball. 
Because mm. <laughs> I remember looking at the wife as like, are you ready to go? You know, we got, you know, 42 seconds or, you know, whatever it was left, right. you know. Um, and I was like, sucks we drove all this way to watch us lose, but, you know, it happens. Yeah. And then as we're standing up, we're watching them kneel down, and then you hear this roar, you know, the arrowhead roar. Everyone's yep. there that's been yep. there. And I'm like, what the hell? And the guy next to me is like, hey, I think he, I think Rivers, grab your river, he fumbled the ball. And here comes, uh, oh gosh, uh, car company name, uh, old car company guy. Uh, oh my gosh, the defensive guy, Sherman. Uh, hold on. <laughs> That's an old car company guy. Oh, no, not Sherman. Uh, my gosh, I can't remember his name. Uh, anyway, he comes out of the pile and just goes like this and holds the ball up. We and were... the place went nuts, didn't it? Oh, it was insane. And then I don't, I, I don't, I think it went to overtime and we wound up winning the game in overtime. Um, <laughs> so the other interesting fact was right before the play started, we heard a firework go off in the parking lot, basically as the ball was being hiked. And they asked Philip Rivers, um, is that what affected him? He's like, I didn't hear that. I just fumbled the ball. So, <laughs> At least he was honest. I, I think the guy's name was Sherman. I gotta go. Well, we had a, we had a, yeah, but I thought he was an offensive guy. I thought he was a fullback. I'm about to Google that. He was part of a car company legacy. Um, I'm about to Google that for my own <laughs> sake. Again, like we say, we just talk. We don't get everything right. But That's right. right. No. That is 100% correct. We did not get everything right. I mean, I know the play happened. I was there. <laughs> um, who had the ball, Bill? Who had the yeah, ball? Who was I it? That's good. Who was you, it? You know what? That is going to bother me to know. All right. Well, you you do that. You why don't you take grab your phone, take a quick peek, see if you can Google it. We are going to wrap this up with uh, with oh, some plugs is. and some uh, socials that that Gunner's got right in front of him. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Everybody, thank you for listening to the Indiana Chiefs fans podcast. We really, really thank you for listening, and we hope that you're enjoying what we're talking about and enjoy what's coming up here in future episodes. We do now have a Facebook page that is facebook.com slash IN Chiefs fans pod. You can go check that out. Um, the emperor over there will be posting each week, maybe with some pictures and just some information about what the episodes are about. So go check those out and then give us likes, comments, tell us how we're doing. You can also, if you want to tell us how we're doing and you don't have Facebook or you don't have any other social medias, you can send us an email. Tell us how we're doing. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about. You know, tell us about your first time at Arrowhead Stadium. Oh, yeah. I would love yeah. to hear some stories from the first time yep. at Arrowhead. Yeah. So you can send that email to IN Chiefs Fans Podcast at gmail.com. Also, if you have a really cool moment in Chiefs history that we uh, we didn't we didn't touch on everything by by yeah. any means, but yeah. you know, if you have a great uh, uh, Chiefs history moment, email us IN Chiefs Fans Pod podcast at gmail.com. Yes, you, you need a it. banner going or like I know, right? Yeah, I can, I can I can edit that in there, Phil. I got you. <laughs> yeah, like an infom- like an infomercial. Yes, hey. I. Sorry, I didn't have to look it up. 
as I was typing it, I remembered Studebaker. Studebaker. Oh, okay. Right on. That was, yep. Yes, I do. I, I remember like, him. I, I was like, I know it's a car company name. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Sorry. Um, also, go check out the other podcast under the Golden Mojo Entertainment umbrella. The podcast are the Golden Image Podcast, Facebook.com slash Golden Image Podcast, The Call Guys Podcast, Facebook.com slash The Call Guys Pod, The Murder Nerds Podcast, Facebook.com slash Murder Nerds, and finally, the United States of Paranormal Podcast, Facebook.com slash United States of Paranormal. You can find all of those podcasts wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, anywhere you get your podcasts. Nice. And uh, you know, uh Indiana Chiefs fans now is on Deezer. It's also on uh Google Podcast. It's also on hold on. I'm gonna see what I I've got a <laughs> list that came through on my email. On Spotify. But, it's on Spotify. Yeah. It's also on um, iHeartRadio. It's on Podchaser. It's on Samsung Podcast, and it's on Player FM. So we're getting out there. We're getting. We're hitting all the major podcast uh, sites, and make sure that you go wherever you you know like to listen to podcasts. We're going to be and on also, there. Also, we are on YouTube, and I'm pointing yes. at you. If you watch YouTube, I'm pointing at you right now. Watch us on YouTube. We'd love to get the views on YouTube. Comment, subscribe, click the bell. That way you know when the next episode's coming out. Yep. And all that good stuff. And always remember, if you can, we would love for you to rate and review. Um, you know, your ratings get us up in the charts. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to get up in there so that we can uh, continue to do this and give you great content. Expect some cool guests here in the in the future and some really cool episodes. And I'm ready for the seasons to start so we can talk about some football. Football. Yeah. Football. Yeah, Sarah, say it. Football. <laughs> That's her thing. <laughs> the only the only sad part about that is that means camping season's coming to an end. Oh yeah. That is true. That is true. And also winter is coming and that's always a, a heartbreaker <laughs> for me. I am not a winter guy. Hold on. What movie is that from? It was from an HBO series. Winter's no, it was, coming. It was um, winter's coming. Game of Thrones. Yes. Thank you. I watched that entire <laughs> series uh, and I not, I, I'm sure you'll cut this out, but uh, they're coming out with no, like that. They're coming out. <laughs> I think with the next uh, installment of of that like the next generation oh yeah i saw that um which i'm kind of excited about to be honest uh i was a big fan of that series are they doing a prequel isn't it a, a prequel i think so, so oh is it the prequel okay. i think it's the prequel i just remember seeing a uh you know it flash up on as i was right. fast forwarding to watch my uh, uh guess the robotic ones dude they- do you- do you want me to get Colton in here? We'll just do a call guys episode. Yeah, something? there you go. Let's, <laughs> oh. let's call him up. Let's just do a call guys while we're at it. <laughs> what do you got? I got to listen to some of those. You do. You should ones. go check them out. Well, Facebook.com that... slash call guys pod. Well, now that you guys have got me into this, I, 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 I'm going to hey, go back and listen to some of this other stuff. So. You're going to be in the group chat here soon. So yeah. Oh yeah. We need to get him in the group chat. Yep. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> which uh, ones have you done recently? Are you guys um, doing the other ones weekly as well, or or ad hoc? 
Call Guys' weekly um, Golden Image is kind of bi-weekly, but we do vintage episodes in the middle. Murder Nerds Nerds is weekly. And then Tusop is weekly, but it's um, Team Boozers, Team Tejas. They do alternating. So, So, yeah. You guys are busy. We We're are busy. very busy. We we are we are we are putting out a lot of content right now. Well, that's good. Um, yep. Uh, yeah, you can tell by the bags underneath my eyes if you're watching <laughs> on YouTube uh, <laughs> that uh, this week has really gotten the the best of me. I'm I'm uh, I'm happy to be here with you guys. Uh, you guys have made definitely made my day a lot better because it's been it's been a really busy, hectic, uh, troublesome day. So well gentlemen for uh for making my day a little bit better it yeah. makes you feel better i was in meetings from 8 30 to 3 45 non-stop Ugh, well, no. meeting lunchtime the entire day mm. and my karen came down you know at two <laughs> <laughs> i worked i worked uh two twelves and uh, i worked a 13 today so oh shit um yeah and i'm off to pa next week so when this airs i will be in pennsylvania and we will. I will be in Pennsylvania for the next um, installment of the Indiana Chiefs. What? Which city? Williamsport, Pennsylvania. What's that near? Um, heh, nothing. Country. Yorktown, isn't it? Isn't it not too far from Yorktown? No. Um, What's the largest city, basically? It, it's it's almost dead center, Pennsylvania. Oh, it's, okay. a, right it's like it's like a little gotcha. further east of dead center. It's right off. Gotcha. Yeah, right off eighty. So okay. Yeah. So you're not gonna have any fun. Oh, I'm gonna have a blast. No, I mean like, <laughs> uh, like if you were in Philadelphia, you can go get a cheesesteak. Oh know, man, at, well, at, Gem, at Gems, Williamsport is yeah. a really cool city. No, I'm sure it is, but man, going to South Street. Oh, I know, I know. Um, because I lived in uh, I lived in, in South Swarthmore, sorry, um, for two years, which is about 40 minutes from Philly, and. We used to go down there all the time as teenagers and cause chaos. <laughs> yeah, this is about <laughs> hour and forty five from Philly, so it's not too bad. But oh, okay, that gives me context. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, enjoy. Chico all right. Voice. Always. All right. So Chico's going to be in PA uh, next week, and we will still uh, be recording. Uh, we are doing. We are going to talk about the twenty twenty two draft. Kansas City's draft, and I'm super excited to get into that with you guys. So, until next week, from a little slice of Indiana Chiefs Kingdom, it is I, Golden Jay, saying, see you later. <laughs>